to go to the moon and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That's how you get in. Yep. And anybody can. Yeah. Legally, you. That's how you do it. You vote the people in that you want to represent you. That's it. You don't take over the fucking capital. Or try to. Insane. But you're right. The entitlement is just insane. I never saw a leader of an extremist group actually strap on a device, uh, an explosive device to their body and walk into the market. Those people in power exploit their masses by espousing rhetoric. They play to their fears. They they mm-hmm. play to their passions. Propaganda. And they let, unfortunately, let the followers do the dirty work for them. And that's the problem with extremism and then people listening to cults of personality, for lack of a better term. But, but to be clear, I mean, we're talking about the president of the United States. Um, right. Do you believe that the president radicalized these people? And, you know, the president's comments are then amplified online that they are then watching and consuming. Well, that's kind of part of it. They're, they're listening to whoever they espouse their loyalty to. In this case, it was the president and the president's rallying. They're going to almost blindly listen to those words and almost interpret what he or she is anticipating them to do. All right, Peter Licata, thank you. Really important perspective there. Thank you. And there are some developments tonight on the presidential inauguration ceremony 11 days from now when Joe Biden takes the oath of office. An administration source now confirming that Vice President Mike Pence will be in attendance. CNN had previously reported that the vice president uh, was waiting for an invitation. CNN's Athena Jones is with me now. So, Athena, Joe Biden made that invitation pretty clear. Hi, Pamela. Well, I think, you know, if you this is usually something handled on a staff level. It's not as though it's a wedding that you get an invitation and have to RSVP. It's generally expected that someone like Vice President Pence would attend inauguration along with outgoing President Trump. So the, the one who's breaking precedent here really is President Trump deciding not to go. But you're right. Uh, President-elect uh, Joe Biden was asked about this uh, at a press conference here in Wilmington on Friday, and he said that uh, Pence is welcome. In fact, he said that it's important to try to stick as much as possible to what have been the historical precedents of how there is a turnover of administrations. And he said, oh, hey, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Well, Vice President Pence, welcome to come. We'd be honored to have him here and to move forward in the transition. So that is now very clear. And, and now we know that Pence is going to be here. <clears throat> he is, and the president will not. All right, Athena Jones, thank you for bringing us the latest there from Delaware. And coming up on the Saturday evening, the insurrection we saw on Capitol Hill this week was the result of months of disinformation about the presidential election. So what role did conservative media have in it? We're going to take a look up next. All right. No, what was it? What did you call me? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like one. No, I forget his character name, uh. but that character from Frozen with... The little shop they go to in the middle. Oh my god, amazing! Yeah, that was good. That was good stuff. Great I forgot. Character. I forgot about that the first time I watched it. All right, cheers. Cheers. Hello, twenty twenty one. We have it on camera. It's it's real. Oh, <laughs> we're here. For those of you that have just been listening to us, suckers, because now <laughs> now we got juice. Now- in his camera, and we have a camera on us for YouTube now, and social media. 
now apparently we're doing why not we're playing video. we'll see we'll see you know if people want to see our awesome faces we'll see anyway though um we need to do a live soon though too it's the see, first time I've been on camera with this beard, though. Yeah, it's I mean, we're actors in L.A. We need to know how we're looking under these circumstances and what we can play and what we, you know, need to work on. Yeah, I need so, to lose you know, a little weight and... Well, we all do. Really find that... Healthy-wise, health first. That big beard attachment, because... Right. <laughs> that's, that's a good beard, though, going on here. I mean, it's I mean, a good beard, but... That is uh, tight. It's, it's not like... But, I mean, but can you... This hair, this hair, though... I can't exactly play. Oh my play. god! I'm going to connect our photo, our video of your MTV moment. <laughs> Was it MTV or VH1? VH1. I'm sorry, VH1. Same thing, basically. Anyway, um, we're coming back from our recording <clears throat> of our podcast today, January fifth, twenty twenty one. It's still so fucking weird to say. Like I remember as a kid thinking, twenty twenties are gonna be so far away, like Star Trek. Yeah, and we got I'm some be Star Trek so options old. now, like the FaceTiming tricorder. Hence why my phone looks like a actual Star Trek tricorder. I'll already be. Is. I'll already be well into my fifth million by then. What? I figured by now I would have already made at least five million. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 I know. It's great when your kid have a huge imagination, right? Yeah. <laughs> some of us get that, so but some much most don't. So it's all good. It's just more of like, imagination is key. Einstein had a reason for saying it that way. And we really need to listen to him because a lot of people these days do not have any imagination. And it's fucking them over. And that's sad. Yeah, because think about it. If you have an imagination, you think, well, what's it like to be in that person's shoes? Are we talking to them or to each other? How are uh, we doing both- this? Because <laughs> we keep looking. I know, it's, if we're actors, we like the camera. <laughs> Sorry. Are we including them? We should. It's the fourth are wall. We... I don't know. What do you want to do? Where are we? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the format is. I, that's where my I may in... or may not be a co-producer. <laughs> we haven't figured this out yet. She's she's definitely either the producer or the executive producer. Producer, creator, I writer, director. Or, I may be a producer <laughs> or a co-producer. Singer. Which I've always assumed if there's an executive producer means that I don't do dick it's just that i'm influential enough to where i get my name on there in the credits twice so that's <laughs> kind of that's like, kind of what i was director, hoping for so i need actor, a little blah, 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 blah. And this is name the same name the same name the same name in the credits like okay you gotta figure that out <laughs> anyway okay we don't have to look at the camera it's fine you can look at each other look at each other look at me <laughs> okay now we're gonna gross people out no though. okay it's funny Anyway, we were talking about, though, let's go back to the notebook. COVID in L.A. We are currently in L.A. during the second lockdown in L.A. We were not here when the first one happened. But it's scary to think because, one, I read today, as I told you earlier. Yeah, we were. What? We were here when the first lockdown happened. Well, in March. Yeah. But I'm talking about the one that happened. Now. Okay, I guess the third one then? Is this the third this one? This is the third. God dang. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, so that's another part of it. Uh, COVID in LA, though. One out of five people in LA has the infection of COVID-19. And the population, I looked it up earlier, of 2019 anyway, is 10.4 million people in LA right now. County. Um, and we didn't cover this earlier, that's why I'm bringing it back up, because I think it's a really important 
statistic. You said one out of five, one so out two of out of ten, so two million people have it in L.A. right now. See, that's saying. why I love you. <laughs> if that's the right math. I don't know. It, it sounds great. Fake news. Anyway, <laughs> it's not fake news. Um, even though I've, I've heard through a friend who works in the field, uh, the medical field, right now, that there are people that actually are saying and thinking that there are doctors letting people die to earn money. Like, that's their, that's their rationalizing of how COVID's fake and the numbers aren't real because Trump says so. So, therefore, it must be that the doctors are the, are the bad guys now. And it just, it just is mind-boggling to me because I just talked to my friend yesterday about it. And it just blew my mind that that's the rationalization of some people today. Now, what my next point I wanted to get to was the new Trump audio recordings that we all have heard oh, by now. Oh, dear God. That does not surprise me how low that man will go. I'm sorry, not man, little boy. But that's mean to little boys. I'm. I mean, a man child. Let Sorry, me just, Carter. Oh no, <laughs> Carter is not that. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Carter's amazing. All of your nephews are amazing. But no, I'm saying the mentality is of a child, and it does it does bring down some children. Some children are way smarter than Trump, so I apologize for those specific children. But you know. Just the fact of the matter of this grown-ass man not being able to, to deal with with the loss is incredible. And you're reading Mary Trump's book, which I bought for our library this summer. Yeah. Which um, is very fascinating. I'm, I'm onto it after my book I'm reading of Kamala Harris's autobiography. But I'm not very far into it. But I thought um, to bring up, which is very ironic, when you told me that from the book, um, Trump's grandfather had or had died from Spanish influenza. Also oh, yeah. known as the 1918 pandemic. Right. It, and what? Like, it, we don't learn from that? You killed, seriously can't learn from right. that. The last, the last worldwide pandemic, I guess maybe that's implied in the word pandemic. <laughs> 102 uh, years ago. Killed his grandpa. Yeah. Not, not like a great, great, great grandpa or someone he never knew. It's, no. This person. If I, I mean, grandpa. if I'm reading it right. His grandfather. Right. right. And he just doesn't... I mean, that, that apparently... it doesn't. That doesn't matter. That's not... That does not factor into his equations at all. At least not his conscious decision-making. It's... Can you it, hand me the book, as you read the book, you kind of realize... You know, it paints... We all... We all are affected by the generations that you know, came before, um, whether you realize it or not, because your grandparents affected the way your parents totally. were raised. We're a product of your our parents, parents affected the way you were raised. Yes. So, you yep. know, and whether it's nature versus nurture, I'm pretty sure we all agreed at, at least some point that they both play a role and it's your family. So it's both. Right. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I haven't touched it yet, but I can't wait because, again, I just think, even if you disagree with Mary Trump, and again, that's everyone's, anyone's prerogative, at least read the book and then make that opinion and assumption on your own experience of reading the book and the knowledge that comes from that. And then cross-examine that with the opposite, opposing views of it. And 
I just, I feel like people don't give the chances of any critique or any critical thinking in today's world with what's going on right now. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a shame because it's, it's all right there. We have all, it's, it's like right literally there. We can pull up a book and, and learn so much. Um, on that note, okay. So let's wrap it up. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a podcast and we've had a lot to cover, but it's good. Um, but two films we have... A three. <laughs> we gotta get started. Our dog. Bella, do you have an opinion? You want to say something to the the podcast? You're welcome to. <laughs> I think she wants us to stop. <laughs> so we'll wrap it. Pretty sure. Pretty sure she's done. <laughs> she's done with twenty twenty one. Possibly, we should take the cue that maybe everybody is. So. Uh, we just started the video. It's fine. Anyway. I was going to flex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we watched three films I want to I wanna recommend on this podcast. Soul. Pixar's Soul. The yeah. Disney and Pixar's Soul. Streaming on Disney Plus December 25th. Music is all I think about. From the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I fall asleep at night. Fox is the lead. He's the first black lead uh, character and actor, character and actor, not character actor, um, in a Pixar movie, uh, which is great. A little late Pixar, in my opinion, but great job. Awesome. The 
Writing is awesome. The music's awesome. Great. We'll get to that. Kiss the Ground is a documentary we highly, highly, highly recommend all you to listen to and watch on Netflix. It's narr- a narration is done by, what's his name? Woody Harrelson. Woody, Woody Harrison. Woody from Cheers. Harrell. Harrell? Woody Harrelson. I always said Harrison. No. Nope. That's my word. That's <clears throat> um, well, not his name. I know. I'm sorry because <laughs> I get my, my name butchered all the time. There's so much bad news about our planet. It's so warm. I've given up. This is the story of a simple solution, a way to heal our planet. The solution is right under our feet, and it's as old as dirt. All of our soils that are under chemical conventional agriculture are almost completely devoid of microorganisms. Modern agriculture was not designed for the betterment of the soil. Fossil fuels are by no means the only thing that is causing climate change. When we damage soils, carbon goes back to the atmosphere. But when we destroy soil, it releases carbon dioxide. Biosequestration is using plants, trees, and techniques of grazing and farming to capture carbon and store it in the soil. We can fix a lot of our climate issues to be bring the CO2 down into a living plant and put it back into the soil where it belongs. Plants working with soil microorganisms, it seems too simple. Healthy soils lead to a healthy plant, healthy plant, healthy human, healthy climate. could be a way to eat food that heals the planet. The problem isn't the animal. The problem is where the animals are at. How do we take waste and repurpose and reuse it because it's really not waste? The poop has to stay in the loop. Compost is just one of a suite of soil-based carbon capture solutions. We know how to do it. And if we continue to scale over 30 years, we can reverse global warming. We can get the earth back to the Garden of Eden that it once was by regeneration. To see biodiversity return to a place that was completely devastated, that gives me hope. Our health and the health of our planet are connected. If you look over here, my neighbor's land that has been chemical fallow, then you look over at our paddocks, you have a diversity of different plant species. Which model do you want your food to be produced from? The answer is pretty simple to me. I'll make you a deal. I won't give up, and neither should you. And then, the last not but, but not least, you need a good laugh to watch Death to 2020 oh my on God. Netflix. So what is it you guys want to talk about? 2020. A year whose story couldn't be told until now because it was still happening. Don't be filming this for one of those casual introductory shots, please. Shit's demeaning. If I leave my little helper down here, is that out of, that's out of your box, is it? With unprecedented access to experts, politicos, monarchs, and average citizens, this is the definitive story of the most historic year in history. I'm ready. 
say it was a train wreck and a shit show, but that would be unfair to trains and shit. So will this be on Quibi? Trump supporters were going to vote in person on election day because they weren't afraid of the virus or fascism. COVID-cautious Democrats were more likely to vote by post from the comfort of their liberal elitist homes, wearing a mask and swabbing the pencil down with bleach when they'd finished. Advance in-person voting also explodes. Lines stretch for miles as Americans wait for a go on their democracy. It was so inspiring to see so many Americans voting. Um, yeah, and there was a pretty big... Uh, vote too which i think is so great and i mean i obviously i have no problem with that as long as everyone has proper id with the current street address and they keep their hands in the air yeah. <laughs> good morning america election day 2020 the big day arrives and as the media frantically promotes the last election in human history early fears of violent clashes at polling stations melt away in the face of familiar tedious scenes of long lines and paperwork. From MSNBC, Decision 2020. That was when the whole program suddenly turned into a really complicated game show format, sort of based on an election. Basically, they had this map of America that's blue around the edges and red in the middle. And to win the election, the players have to flip the states over one by one to see if they're a different colour on the other side. Election night doesn't begin until we flip a red state blue or a blue state red. And they're all worth different amounts, like Florida is worth 29 points, even though it's got fewer letters in its name than Tennessee. It was so confusing. They kept explaining the rules over and over. If he does not pull off a Hail Mary pass and win Wisconsin, win Michigan, or flip any of those Hillary Clinton states, then he's got to go five for five in these states. The whole broadcast was literally days long. And they never seem to get to the fun bit where contestants buzz in. It's the most boring game show ever. No wonder they only broadcast it once every four years. I had one individual Samuel on, L. Jackson. Oh, a great cast. All-star cast. Yeah. Character Lisa actors. Lisa Kudrow. Wonderful, wonderful uh, cast and crew. The girl whose name I can never remember. Tracy Ullman. No. Oh. From she played the queen. How, it was great. She was great. Yeah, yeah. no, she's great. But the one from that ended up being the mother and how I met your mother. Sorry if that's a spoiler to anybody <laughs> ten years later or whatever it is. I auditioned for that part. Um I didn't okay. get it. No sour grapes. <laughs> whoever did get it. <laughs> no, I know. That actress she was is phenomenal. awesome. She got it for a reason, deserves it. Sorry, I can't remember. She's your also name. in Black Mirror, which is uh the people who made Black Mirror also did Death to the Twenty Twenty, so it makes sense. She's great. But it's really fun. She she plays like a super Karen, basically, and it's done. Really? Like, I don't think that black people, like, blah, 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 type of shit, and it was really done right. It's a, it's a great, <laughs> it's, so it's a true. great retrospective yes. on, well, uh, I, I had, sorry, on the year that was. The year that was, ooh, well said. I like and, that. The year that was, that's gonna be the title. I like it. Well, that's, I'm pretty sure that's the title of many books and articles and things. Well, that's, that's even better then. I did not coin that phrase. I'm not saying you coined it, I'm just saying I'm gonna use it for All a right. podcast. Well, there you go. Right. I'm glad you like it. I do like it. Uh, um, continue. It's, it, it, <laughs> plus it just, it just puts a, a, you've gotta laugh. Oh my god, the, the British woman. 
I don't know the actress's name. But just, she's red headed, blue, blonde. Another I, another actress who I don't British know. I don't know her previous work, like but oh my god, right. she's like she's supposed right to represent the the every woman in Britain. Yeah, but basically, I mean, Britain. If Karen, you I think. if you don't if you don't find yourself just. Oh god, yeah, she absolutely slayed me. It's it's, it's fantastic. Really well, done. well, I had one person on in social media not liking it and kept going off on it being like it wasn't funny. It was really like rude and blah blah blah. And I was like I'm sorry that you feel that way. It's fine if that's your opinion, but it was fucking hilarious. And if you don't understand that humor, then it's just not your humor, but it doesn't mean it's not funny. Well, <laughs> it was hilarious. So I guess, oddly enough, warning, it's satirical. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So, people don't get what's Satire it really is. If you, you're, it's a, it's a humor. It's if a you're sensitive sport. to satire, or you're, yeah, so, and that's fine. If you are, I mean, if you are, you are, but it doesn't make it not funny. And yeah, if you're if you're in a camp like hardcore, then this might not be the movie for you. But if you and if, your if you're your in a camp risk. hardcore again, <laughs> odd that you're listening to this podcast. Right? Yeah. True. Uh, true. Very much. Glad that you are. But yeah. Please. Maybe if you can listen Send to this. Send us some questions and comments. You can, totally you can branch out into that too. Anyway, for 99.9% of you, yeah. uh, <laughs> all of those recommendations you need a good are, laugh. Yeah. are fantastic. And um, I, I love the, I love the kiss the ground thing because it's, I, thank you. I was, that. I was born. Yeah. Not, yeah. not raised in North Dakota, but born in farm country. My dad was born and for the most part raised, right, right. uh, and you, but on later on, and around farms, and the 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 idea that there is that there is right now, yeah, a way to sustainably grow both crops and livestock, uh, in a yeah. in a non destructive way, right, uh, is eye opening. Well, I, I I thought we were it was like symbiosis way right. Yeah, it is. It's it's entirely way. symbiotic, it's... and it has everything to do, and it. And when you listen to it, it makes sense. They'll explain it, it way better than sense, I can. Guys. It really but does. It, it, the microbiome in your gut is directly tied to the microbiome. But here's the, the microbiome. The microbiome in the in the dirt. Microbiome in the dirt directly tied to the microbiome in your gut. If the dirt isn't healthy, the plants won't be healthy. Right. The plants feed either you directly or the animals that you eat. So if they're not getting the right things in yeah. them or you're not putting the right things into you, how can you be getting how can you be getting the most out of it? I mean it was the the part where he cracked the organic egg versus his Oh, egg. that was huge. I know. Come on. Yeah. I mean I'm it, have to get it's that just and like this is my neighbor's field and he's let this go fallow for Oh, it's right next versus to each other. My field. And you where, see that field and that field and like it's the and same I'll just, field, I'll just same ask soil. You, where would you rather get your food? Uh there's not a question about right. where where you'd rather get it. Well, because like it it, it just it so matters- makes sense. <sighs> and it makes more money for everybody except the fucking chemical companies. And which came from Hitler. <laughs> right, well, well yeah. Hitler scientists apparently. Pe- pesticides. It sounds crazy, but you guys gotta watch the documentary because it explains everything, and it it explains everything. Like it is a phenomenal film. Right. Don't grow plants the way Hitler wants you to. No. Grow plants the way the Earth wants you to. Why do you want to grow Look, plants like Hitler? There's a reason why native. You want to grow Hitler plants? You're basically eating Hitler plants. Oh. Your your salad Ew. right now is Hitler Gross. salad. Yeah, that's right. Ah. By extension, you're eating Hitler. You're eating Hitler salad. It's not a oh. Waldorf. It's not a, even if you're eating a Waldorf salad, it's a Hitler Waldorf salad. Wow, we went, we just went there. Yeah, you're Caesar, 
Nope. It's true though. It's a when, you, when you stem it back <laughs> that far, it connects it all to like. For, okay, I have and so yeah, many tangents. I, so I, many I things go, I want to say. I did go back to Hitler. It's, what up, Jerry? But, <laughs> yes, love it. Oh God, so many things I want to say at one time. Okay, so. The Hitler thing is really important to know because the chemicals are real. The chemicals get into a lot of sources that we eat, drink, consume into our fucking bodies or wear on our bodies. And the fact is of the matter, our skin is our biggest organ. So whatever you put into it or on it goes directly into our our bloodstreams. And it's all directed towards cancer. I mean, there's, I lost my mother to cancer, so I always think about this, and I'm hypersensitive to it. Not that I'm hypersensitive to be not aware of the truth, but hypersensitive to look at the facts and really research and uh, cross-examine information and be critical thinking about it because it makes sense when there's something that's been put into our food source that now goes into our bodies, there's going to be complications and issues like that. And it has, the science and data has shown that over the years directly connected to that. So it's a, it's a situation that's like, why are we continuing to do this for ourselves? Um, this movie made, was so eye-opening in a beautiful but terrifying way because we have a choice at this point to make. Do we continue the path that we are doing or do we figure out alternative solutions that are not going to hurt us, that are actually going to benefit and help us, but we have to make the choices that we're, go- we're not used to yet. And that's what a lot of people have issues with right now, where they're fearful of change. Well, change is good most of the time, but you have to make your own choices with that and assumptions by critical thinking. Does this work for everybody? Yes, it does. And it's going to be better and have a longevity more for you than just being in the present moment of what you're used to and it's good it's entertaining it's not and it's just, entertaining too it's, yeah it's not right. like it's not like a bland science video from your school days it's uh it's no those it's were boring really, back then it's yeah. really well done it's really you don't even we we made the mistake of thinking oh well i want to be in the mood for it before we watch yeah, it don't do that just watch it put on the mood put you it on and just sit there to. for at least just, 10 minutes and see how it works if you know? you're in the mood to watch television watch it which a lot of us are right it's now great. with the lockdown because wow. Even if you're not in the mood, what the fuck else are you gonna? What are you gonna do? (laughs) Read a book? No, but (laughs) I said, I said, read a book. (laughs) Cause they're gonna go and pick up the book. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, we should watch it. It's good. (laughs) Awesome. I love you. Oh, cheers. See, this is what we have to make the most of while we're in this lockdown. You got to take the moments and roll with it and create. It's Read awesome. a book. <laughs> read a book. Read this book. <laughs> or read, what's the other book? Read this book. This book. This was the one we quoted earlier. That's, oh, we should have done, we should redo the quote because, we'll do it another day maybe if you want, but to visualize it. Maybe. The chest out. Anyway, um, what I was saying about this, though, with the film, Chris the Ground. I grew up in Sonoma County. Very agricultural business up there. Not just wine. It's mostly wine country, but it's actually a lot of dairy and meat and produce. Um, by the way, my sister was Miss Dairy Princess 1989. Hey! So, I know what I'm talking about, okay? Um, also, she <laughs> could love that. Um, Much like how Rose was Miss Butter <laughs> yeah. Churn or whatever. <laughs> Rose, the Golden Girls. Girls. You can, and look, 
Rose. Hey, Danielle, Jasmine, and Andrea. <laughs> nay, nay. Just saying. Call out. Anyway. Rose, I'm just saying Rose was the smartest girl in her interview. She town. was. She had stories and she told them from the heart. I mean, the the IQ, uh, surprisingly, the IQ point, uh, the sum of the IQ points in that town dropped by like 30 Saint points. St. Olaf? In St. Olaf, yeah. In St. Olaf. Olaf, Minnesota. Ooh, Fargo's another one we've been watching, right? In Fargo. Oh my God. Oh yeah, you should watch that. Yeah, don't you know? There's an episode that, uh, well, watch oh, the series. Yeah. I'll just say it starts in black and white. We could do a review this of episode. That. Holy! We that. Watch, watch the series Fargo. Mm-hmm. The current season, season four. That I was believe. three. No, four. It is four because it has Chris. Um, Chris Rock. Rock in it. Yeah. And superb job. Wonderful the, acting. This this episode, I'm not even sure what episode number it is. Holy shit. That's, it's... Yeah, it's... That's good filmmaking right there. It's You're great gonna, filmmaking. I mean... If you love filmmaking and the art of filmmaking, it's a good episode. We'll oh, yeah. It. But, yeah, we need to watch that. You'll dig it. Continue it. Um, what I was saying, though, with agriculture stuff is I grew up where I saw my sister... My sister used to live in a house in Sacramento, and it was by all these fields agricultural fields and the plane would always wake us up when i would visit of the pesticides and i always thought it was cool though the crop duster the crop duster yeah yeah. and i would always see it come down it was always i'm a night owl never been since i was a kid uh, a morning person but i would wake up here and come around and all of a sudden again type of thing i know that's not the actual sound but that's my imagination of it well no you're not a propeller so i'm not but i do come from somewhere that Snoopy has a propeller because of the Red Baron. Santa Rosa. You're also not sitting in a doghouse. No. <laughs> anyway, the point with that, though, is that I grew up watching the pesticides being put on a lot of agricultural areas of where I lived. And it never made sense to me. Like, why would you put chemicals on something you eat and you consume and that your body consumes into fuel and, you know... It always bothered the shit. It just it bothered me. It always has. And it just... It's great to see that now that we're getting to the, you know, bottom of things with that and trying to change it because it is a direct connection to how we're changing the earth, literally the soil and how we are the cause of that because we want too much too fast and not in a uh, moderation way. You have to work with the earth. Native Americans have known that for for centuries, like. I I remember even. Part of it. We're part of it. We're not just of it. I mean, granted, we had lawns, and the idea of even having a lawn is a bit dubious these days with water conservation. Yeah. Uh, depending on where you, living, where you man, live, I suppose. Solar and but sustainable living, we have to. One of the limited chore-type things we had, I remember, was I, I went out and spent a fair amount of time with a butter knife cutting out dandelions. What? I didn't spray pesticides on even really? on our lawn yeah we used we used a butter knife and you didn't and, pull it you actually <clears throat> no oh, we took to a get the butter the knife to get all the way down to the roots so we cut interesting down 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 as keeping as much grass as possible right to pull all as much of the dandelion out to get the dandelion root out okay but you know there's other ways now who knew you could actually well, eat dandelions we didn't know that then oh that's right you, yeah there's a lot of Plants you uh, that are edible, like you got to make sure before you do it, don't eat anything. Yeah, don't just go, don't eating go eating dirt all the plants. And shit like that. That's not going to be good. But there is a lot of things that we need to. It just makes sense, right? Like, 
Mother Earth provides. And that's not just a hippie, bohemian, gypsy, California girl thing. It's real. It's science. It's really fucking cool, actually. Everything, including the synthetic stuff, came from here. Right. We didn't go up and bring a bunch of moon rocks down in order to make plastic. That's not how it works. Everything comes from here. When we fuck this one up, there isn't another one. I think we go to Mars, we fuck that up, then we come back to Earth, we fuck that up, we go... Like, like look, already... regeneration, regeneration, we found out through Kiss the Ground documentary right. that they took this part in China that was desert, totally dead. And in nine years? It was... It was 15 years, it was, like that. But it was also the, the first recorded place where right. there was... Uh, the first recorded agriculture by a society or... I think, but, yeah, by modern society, at least. No, I don't think I think it was modern. I think it was no, thousands a, of years ago. Oh, really? Anyway, wow. we clearly we should we probably should watch it again. I'm down. I would but love to. it it had been a barren desert wasteland forever, and this guy in twenty years, fifteen years, yeah, 90, well, 94 there to was two different. China, it was like I felt I feel like it was like fifteen years. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But then the one in Africa, because they did another thing, Regeneration in Africa, and that was only nine years. And they took literally desert into an oasis. Like, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Full of plant life, full, full of life, you know? And that's the whole point, is that we have to take care of Earth for us to live on it, or we become extinct over time. And soon, not just like thousands of years from now, no. Very soon in modern time, if we don't do something this day on. And we all have responsibility for it. On that note, next is soul. <laughs> we, I don't think we can put enough into how much of a beautiful film it is, other than please go watch it for yourselves. It's Pixar's film on Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> um, it's just a beautiful film. And I've never watched a Pixar movie that mm. hasn't made me cry. This was no and exception. I love that you do. I love. <laughs> See, <laughs> being being sensitive pays dividends. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, it, it's it's just such a even even for an atheist like me, <clears throat> I think that it it just paints such a great picture of humanity and humanity's potential and agreed. Other than Star Trek uh, and our. Well, okay, it's not, not a pissing contest. <laughs> I'm not comparing, I'm just saying Star Trek. It's a great... Star Trek started it all, baby. <laughs> nice. It's uh, It's just a heartfelt... <clears throat> it's another one of those that if you go in thinking, oh, okay, so it's about this jazz musician teacher guy. Yeah, they didn't make it, they didn't make success, but teaches mm, music. Yep, and... But it still goes. Nope. It is, it's... Yeah, it, it was... Just, mm. just like with most of them, just like with <laughs> Wally being about... A, that's Wally. like saying, Wally's just about a robot. Well, okay. Uh, a robot that probably has some feelings... Some social issues going just, on. Just like... Of life. Just like you. And, yeah. And it, I, I don't I don't even know. I'm all verklempt because I'm so... I, I don't think I've even fully absorbed it. I think... No, I think I'm not one to, to watch movies watching. again. Yeah. I, I kind of want to watch it again because yeah. I think it was such an emotional ride. Uh... The first time that it, uh, I'm just I'm just blown away. I'm blown away by the talent. I'm blown away yeah, by the music. The music. I'm is blown gorgeous. away. I mean, I'm they took CGI fingers the... doing jazz piano. Holy shit! And the jazz piano part. I mean, just alone could have been a short montage film. Like the the part of Up 
in the movie Up, which is another tearjerker for well, us. Yeah. Uh, because it's gorgeous and it does the job its job to touch us. Um, that part of the movie where there's no dialogue, it's just music and the visualization of their life together. It's similar, I feel, to that point where it just touches you through the music, through the art, through the visual, through all of it. Um, and that is enough, but it's a whole film with that inside of it. And it's just, it's, it's a great concept. Also, I forget right now what that Pixar movie was with, um, that has similar artwork, um, that we talked about with, they, I think it touches on autism or, or, or depression. I'm sorry. Depression. I think it was. Yeah. The depression one with the little, the feelings that have different feelings. Oh, I can't think of the name right now. We'll get we'll get back onto it. Oh, you know what I mean, right? Uh, I can't remember the title by the life of me right now. Jeez. Um, but you guys know what I mean. If Disney nerds will know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so the film is just even if you're not a Disney person, it's not about that. It's not about Pixar. It's not about Disney. It's about the story. The story is told so well. The story is told through so much heart and visual beauty about finding your purpose and knowing that your purpose isn't just one thing. It can be multiple things. And if you're like me and you ever like to contemplate the not just the afterlife, but the pre-life. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that was fascinating to think about. It's an interesting take. Yeah. We love uh, your opinion on it. But no more spoilers us. if that was a spoiler. Yeah, we don't want to do spoilers. We just want to touch on it. But we should do a whole we should do a podcast episode of just like detailed stuff like the Mandalorian thing we did, you know? Like go mm. into detail. It'd be fun. Sure. We'll see what they say. Anyway. All right. Let's leave a note. Thank you so much for joining us for our first video. Uh, and also our podcast will be on Spotify, Anchor, FM, um, Apple. And you can find us on the Late Night Lockdown on IG and Late. Next time, maybe we'll clean lockdown. the house and I'll put on pants. <laughs> we're in lockdown. Well, I mean, this is what it is. You don't know if we're wearing anything. pants right now. That's what it means in lockdown. <laughs> so, you know, it's entertaining and I'm wearing fun. Shorts. Okay, yeah, like, we can I see mean, that you're I'm wearing. I'm not naked. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. We just gotta keep it real. She is though. <laughs> All right. Stay no, safe. I'm just kidding. Please wear a mask. <laughs> Social distance and keep safe for everybody, okay guys? Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> I love it. Nice.